we've uh we've stood pretty strong with the welcome to freshman to fools like the whole ryan yeah. thing like he's on npr so we'll count that as our intro <laughs> and we'll we'll edit that all right so my name is tipton watered uh tipton glenn ignatius watered as the people uh, are keen to call me um and i'm joined with richard jenkins say hello thanks for having me tip appreciate it also joined with two special guests uh very close to me because they are my brothers uh one is charles woodard hi guys and uh william woodard howdy all right uh so we've already done our introductions the fans the fools out there uh know plenty about us so plenty you guys need to now uh introduce yourselves so uh will why don't you start us off i'm uh will i'm a junior at jesuit dallas um i'm looking at going into automotive engineering uh, going into the rest of my life, and then um, <laughs> that is sad. The rest of your life, just that. <laughs> yeah, basically. As wow. opposed to studying something, getting into it for a few years, then going back to school for something else. Yeah. No. I don't know. Like ch- change your career a little bit. Like you want to just. Wow, you're you're a company man. They don't make them like like you anymore. Just going balls deep in one thing. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow. Take it easy, man. Um, all right. I'm, I'm sorry, Will. Please, please continue about your. Sad existence. I uh, used engineer. to play football and rugby. Um, after I broke uh, my T1 vertebrae, um, I'm up here visiting Tipton, and totally it. All right. Describe to the people uh, your attire right now, Will. Uh, dad no, shoes. No, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Feet, feet yeah. up. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> good, good. I got dad shoes. White, socks. white Nike socks. Oh, he's got Nikes. Mm-hmm. Um. Some faded blue jeans and a blue shirt that says Cleveland, we're not Detroit. Hell yeah. Keyword in that is we. We're. Yeah. We're? Is it we're or we're? We're, we're yeah. We're. We're. Identifying as one of us. I like it. Yeah. Nice. All right. Welcome back to you, Will. Charlie, uh, give us the rundown on you. Uh, I'm a freshman at Jeju Dallas. Freshman of Fools. That's yeah. Crazy. What? <laughs> Um, I play football. I'm the only Woodard not to have a season-ending injury in my high school sports career. Yeah, dog. Hey, Randy never did either, so. Our <laughs> she, sister? She, she hurt her groin. Our so sister, I mean, the only one who has a state championship ring, too. That doesn't count. Her? Yeah. She trained the baseball team for like two weeks. That doesn't really count. All right. Please continue. And uh, <laughs> just hanging out in high school, just chilling. Doing really your thing. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that was great, guys. <laughs> we're off to a great start. <laughs> Let's check the run sheet, huh? So we're recording right now on a frigid January 3rd, 2018. Um, so that means the holidays just happened, guys. That's, that's, that's pretty tight. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Richard, can, can you tell us about your holidays? Give us, give us a little recap of your holiday, your holiday season. I'd love to. Um, yeah, so I am. I do identify as one who practices the Catholic faith. I celebrated Christmas with my family, uh, Christmas Eve, then Christmas, and then I celebrated my birthday, actually, on December 28th, turned 22 years old. Uh, so I'm feeling 22 right now. Uh, shout out to T-Swift, my girl. Then New Year's Eve was fun. I was up here in Cleveland, but uh, I'll start from the beginning. So New Year's Eve, I spent with my grandparents which was a lot of fun. New Year's, or I mean Christmas Day, was with my family at my house. A lot of fun. Two of my family members 
blacked out. Neither of them were me, which was big <laughs> for my family. Uh, milestone event for my family. Uh, a lot of fun gifts, a lot of good times with the family, good food, good quality time. My birthday, a few friends rolled into town, some high school boys, some some JCU boys. We went out on the on the yo, as they call it. That's Youngstown. The yo. the Y-Town yo. is, is, is y your town. town. Is, yeah, Y-Town is my town. Right, yes. yeah. Good. Yeah that, yeah, that was an astute observation. Yeah. Um, and then New Year's Eve, I spent in Cleveland downtown. It was my first time downtown in the city of Cleveland for New Year's, and it was a blast. A lot of fun. We went to the Wild Eagle. Yeah, the Wild Eagle yeah. is what it's called. Um, at first, I was a little on edge because the Wild Eagle, it sounded a little bit like it might be a strip club. It was not a strip it club. Sound, it, it, it sounds like a trash bar. It does sound like a trash bar, yeah. but I have. I would love to go on a night where it's not wall-to-wall patch because it's New Year's Eve. Where is it? It's right next to the Clevelander downtown. It's like, well, it's like in that area, in that vicinity. And it's where the... Um, next to the Clevelander? It's right in that area, yes. Like by the queue? Yes, in, in like the across the area, yeah, across the street from the huh, queue. Okay, all right. What's really cool is they do that TV show there where um, members of, uh, like, the Jake staff, like the Cleveland Indian staff, go and do, like, trivia about Cleveland sports at this bar. It's like a hub for that TV show. Uh, so I've been a fan of that TV show. So I was really excited to visit the venue. Really cool. You pour your own drinks. I have to admit ignorance. I got a gift card because if you buy a ticket to go on New Year's Eve, you get a $10 gift card to pour your own beer and maybe it was because it was so packed, but either way, I'm just going to, you know, I did not know how to pour my own beer. I, I didn't know where to go. <laughs> I didn't know how to do it. The one pump I went to might have been broken or I was just doing it wrong. Either way, uh, I ordered a vodka Red Bull, which isn't a bad look, but I still have a, a solid move. Yeah. Solid move. Stayed up a little bit later than I would have because of the because of the Red Bull. Um, and then I, I still have that $10 gift card. So I'm hoping to go back and I chill a night, you know. Are you allowed back? Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, <laughs> The night did end abruptly. I'll, I'll, I'll run through the night. Yeah, uh, yeah, we watched the ball drop. I drank my vodka rebel. We, we watched the ball drop. And then my buddy, Chris, uh, him and I are, are fairly decent at pool. Uh, and he said, hey, there's some people betting for money at pool. So let's go Let's go show these chumps up. Uh, we, have, we have beaten people at pool for money before. So we were feeling, you know, we were also kind of feeling ourselves. We're kind of drunk. So we went... Uh, Upstairs to where the pool hall, uh, to where the pool hall is. We uh, watched these guys play. We knew from their first shot that we could beat them. They finished up their round. We threw about ten bucks on the table. Uh, so th- I mean, they weren't playing for much. They weren't high rollers, but we rolled over them. It wasn't until our last shot we had the eight ball. They had like four balls left on the table. Very easy to to hustle these guys out of this out of this pool situation. And it was my buddy Chris's turn. I knew he was going to sink it, and I had to use the restroom. So I knew the rest, there was a restroom downstairs. I didn't want to go downstairs. So I went out the nearest door, which I didn't look up. It was an exit door. I walked out of the exit door and hindsight being 2020, there had to be some kind of alarm or some kind of system where they knew I was in that hallway. Cause I looked around, there was nobody around. Um, and I'm ashamed to say it. I did drop my drawers <laughs> and I, I commenced pissing in this hallway. <laughs> And I was in a drunken stupor, obviously, and so some guy on the floor below me opens the door, and I hear the door open, so immediately my pants come up, and I turn, I look at the door, there's no handle, so obviously it was a one-way exit door, Uh, it was a fire exit, so I probably tripped some kind of sensor, and the guy looks at me and he says, buddy, you you gotta go. (laughs) I pulled my pants up, I said... Yep, that sounds about right. <laughs> wow. So I left, walked back to my buddy's apartment, and that was the end of my night. That that must have been like just disheartening to get a to get a buddy. 
You gotta go. It was a trash move on my part. Yeah. Uh, I ended up. Well, I told. Well, I so we did win the the game of pool, but that didn't. Uh, I wasn't there to see it because I was being mm. escorted out of the the premises. But I they didn't take a picture. They didn't ask for my name. They don't know who I am. I I would I would wager to say I'm so welcome you can go back. back. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So yes was the answer to that question. Yeah. Yeah. The answer okay, is yes. Okay, I'm welcome right, back. Cool. Yeah. Cool. I forgot I asked it. Um. <laughs> What else? What else are we talking about? Holidays. Yeah, you talked about your holidays. That was my holiday season. Yeah, yeah. thank you for for listening. Yeah. all you fools out there. Thanks for thanks for sharing. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, well, let's talk about our holiday. Me, Will, and Charlie. The Woodard holiday. The Woodard. A little Woodard odd holiday. Here, so I'd love to hear this. So, so typically, what what we do is my dad likes to get away for for Christmas. So, usually we just like. Go to like a cabin or something for like the four days before Christmas and then come back for all the family festivities. This year we went to Colorado for at, for the actual Christmas, um, which was interesting. You got, you, got, you got any takes on that, boys? How was, how was the Colorado trip? Let's hear about it. Well, it was fun, except we didn't ski, um, which kind of was a yeah, disappointment. Yeah, that was trash. <laughs> yeah. Um, How do you go either... to Colorado and not ski? They lived on top of a fucking mountain. Yeah. They literally live on a mountain. But no skiing. But, but, yeah. We can Is there snow on the mountains? I mean, yeah. There was, there was snow on the mountains. Isn't, mountain. isn't that, like, the setting of skiing? That's like the setting of The World Is Not Enough, where Pierce Brosnan is, like, dropped out of the helicopter. And what does he do then? Oh, he skis down oh. the mountain. Oh. Yeah, James Bond. Fun my, fact, I watched three James, James Bond movies. All three were Roger Moore, two of which started with skiing. Wow. I'm noticing a James Bond trend. Wow, he wow. that man skis. He's out there skiing. He's skiing. <laughs> He's skiing. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. So so we didn't. Uh, yeah, we didn't. We didn't ski, but my maternal grandparents came, and we stayed at our cousin's house. It was great. They're they're, they're like adult cousins, though. They're like 40s, 50s, or something. I don't yeah, know. Families. Cool. And yeah. Um, so like, it wasn't like we were running around with kids our age. Got it. But um, it was nice. We have a cool house. It's always good to spend some quality time with family. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Our littlest brother, Kevin, who everyone knows, Baby Kev 11 on Instagram, um, he, uh, he got four guns for Christmas. Firearms. Well, two Nerf guns. Okay, got it. A cap gun and a BB gun. Wanted to clear that up. That so, was not coordinated. So we just all decided gun. individually yeah. to get him a gun right. for Christmas. Did he shoot his eye out? He didn't. No. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Crazy enough. Um, yeah, I can't. I mean, I just want to double back real quick. If you're not following the one of the greatest yeah. Instagram profiles of all time, you you really have to. What was that uh, that name again? That username? What is it? Baby Kev, and then in numerical digits, eleven. B a b y k e v one one. As the only non woodard in the room, you definitely got to hit that up. You definitely have to hit that up. It's pretty tight. It's pretty tight. <laughs> um, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that. Ke- Kevin's really going to appreciate that. He uh, he was walking around the house. I don't know where he got this, but he just started saying, I'm famous on Instagram. Started walking around. I wouldn't deny that. I so wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't argue let's, that. Let's not ruin this six-year-old's dream. Let's make him famous on Instagram, please. If everybody could go follow. Be much appreciated. He called me over the break to share with me his takes on Star Wars. That's right. Yeah. Most of which were... How much he loved the movie. <laughs> I, I mean, all he didn't have anything bad to say. So, uh, shouting out my boys over at Disney. 
go check out Star Wars, baby, because he's got nothing but but, but positive things. My 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 favorite part, because I went to see it with him. My favorite part is when uh, this is a spoiler alert too. But if you haven't seen it by now, you're garbage anyway and shouldn't listen to this podcast. Second. And uh, so when when Kylo Ren uses the Force to sw- like you know move the lightsaber to kill Snoke, Kevin just turns to me, gives me knucks. And oh, turns oh, he back fist bumped you. And turns back. That was it. Nice. He was just like he was. He was so chill about it. He's like, yeah, he fucking killed him. It's cool. I thought that was interesting. No, I like that. Thank you Thank for you. saying that. Thanks. Thanks for casting me up, dog. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah, Charlie, you, you failed to give us your holiday recap. What, what were your thoughts on Denver? Well, um. Our family can get a bit crazy since we have such a big family. Uh, I'm pretty sure we're not invited back to their house anytime <laughs> soon. But I mean, it was it was pretty fun. It was. Would you care to elaborate on um, <laughs> the, the the takeaway of the standing invite? <laughs> um, so, uh, well, definitely towards the end when someone's staying in your house, you get kind of annoyed of, with them after a couple of days, and uh, pretty sure just the icing on the cake was they have brand new cars that they just bought. And I opened the car door the last night that we were there, and I slam it <laughs> up against one of their uh, tractor mule things. And um, TV. there was a slight dent in it, but I still got a, still got chewed out. Oh, jeez. Well, you never want that. You never want yeah. that. Yeah. I've been in uh, – I'm a horrible driver, by the way. I've, I've been in one car accident in my life. Uh, the other car wasn't moving. It was, in fact, parked in a parking lot. Um, there was no snow on the ground. It was not dark out. My radio was off. There was nobody else in the car. There was nobody around. Um, I just hit the car. Wow. I went to park my car and I parked it into that other car. So as somebody who is not good with cars, I I understand uh, the feeling of just wrecking another car. I mean, that's, that's not really that, that doesn't make you a horrible driver. I've destroyed two cars i am not even 17 um and occasionally i do hit my door and other people's well after i park and you just move your spot it's, it's you know i'm balling on a budget here i can't i can't be dealing with other people's cars i'm you're just balling on a budget you can't afford to fix their car i've also totaled two cars as well wow like 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 destroyed <laughs> these cars um like like oh the first one my dad has a 1968 limited edition color Mustang that he bought when he was 15 years old. They only made that color one other year in 2005. And so he got a matching 2005 Mustang, and I drove it one time. It was after school. Me and my friend were going to the Mall of America, Dakota Hooters. And uh, <laughs> and, uh, and, and and so I had the top down. It was a convertible. And I had my letter jacket in the back seat. And I thought I was going to fly out. And I was like, oh, shit, that's expensive. My parents get really mad at me. So I look back, make sure it's still there. It is. I turn back, and there's, like, a curve on the highway. And so I get on the shoulder, and there's sand on the shoulder, and I'm going, like, 70. And so I overcorrect to the right, so into the road, and then overcorrect to the left. Hit the the, uh, median, you know, like one of those concrete medians in the highway? Ouch. Hit it, go up, snap the front axle, and then the car turns horizontal into oncoming traffic when you get hit. Holy shit. I walked out. I just, like, walked away from it. It was crazy. Tipped in nine lives watered out here. Well, and then, well, then, then it was the van. So Eight lives. <laughs> we have, <laughs> we're, we're down to eight. Um, 
you know those like high top like conversion vans with like a TV in them or whatever. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 We used to have one when you came over for spring break. Right. Yeah. We were we were uh, drinking beers at the halftime of a five year old soccer game. That, that, was a, that was a great time. That was great. <laughs> we, we we should do a whole podcast episode on that week because <laughs> yeah. that was incredible. Okay. Anyway, um, so I, I was driving this like high top com- conversion van and like the roads that I over the night before, and again there's this curve on this highway, different highway, but those curves they'll get you. Uh, and then so I do that. So I'm I'm taking this curve and then I spin around three times, just lose total control of it, go up onto the median. And like like board slide like a skateboard for thirty yards across this media. Crushing that gnar. It's incredible. Yeah, basically. Dude, you shred. So uh, yeah, that 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 was my skater phase. That was your <laughs> <laughs> little little like emo action. Yeah. yeah. Frosted tips. I listened to a lot of Lincoln Park. Si- oh yeah, for yeah. I mean R.I.P. Come on. Yeah. Oh shit. Right. Damn it, dude. Damn. All right. Yeah, and then. So anyway, for New Year's, uh, <laughs> New Year's at the Woodard household, what, what did we do? We're getting bogged in the weeds. We, right? had, uh, <laughs> we had the fam over. We had uh, aunts and uncles, <laughs> grandma and grandpa in here. It's cold outside, so then it's... Yeah, dude, take care of yeah, yourself, right? man. Are you wearing enough clothing right now? Are you, Tip, are what, you are you, what shirt is this going it's a great, We got, found that at a thrift on, store. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's, we'll cover the shirt after Will finishes the, the New Year's recap. It's a handsome shirt, Thank you. I would say. You're handsome as well. Thank you. Charlie? Thank you. Not you so got some work to yeah, do. Yeah, we'll work on it. So, something is left to be desired with you, Charlie. We'll figure out what it is and we'll and we'll fix it. Don't worry. Damn, you're still pretty handsome, though. We're all handsome on this podcast. All right, but for for New Year's, we had had the fam over. Um, basically, everyone was drinking, um, as you do on New Year's, and right. we kind of just hung out. Um, totally. pull, <laughs> pulled out some uh, some pipes, um, smoked those for a little bit. Crack pipes. Yes. yes. Not to be confused with tobacco. Yeah. It's if there's one thing we don't touch, it's tobacco. Only crack. Tobacco gives you cancer. Crack just gives you no awesome th- times. No, no, no teeth. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not doing blow, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, I didn't mean to. Uh, I didn't mean to. Just to just, just, just to reiterate, this podcast does not endorse blow or cocaine in any in any way. Or just crack. Or like, crack. Like yeah. crack rock. You know, slinging crack rock. Corner. Don't do that. Knock that off. Get your life together. All Go right, to well, school. Well. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, that's really all that happened. Um, I uh, I Ubered, as we say in our family, the Woodard Uber. So I drove my own uncle home, and then we stopped at Whataburger, of course. Usually one of the greatest burger franchises of all time. It's it's amazing. Yeah. It's, Actually, yeah, it is. It's some Texas toast instead of buns on a burger. It's I'd like to I'd like to go over uh, a little a little segment that we're going to talk about next. Uh, drinking with family during the holidays. Something big has changed in my life. Maybe it's just because I've turned 21 in the past few years. But now that I am of age and I can drink with my family comfortably, drinking with my family has taken on a completely new uh, theme and look. You know, I have I have gotten in trouble. You know, being a college student, you know, like drinking a little too much with the family, having too good of a time. So. Uh, I've definitely learned to pace myself and watch myself around relatives, parents, siblings, little cousins, the like. However, for the first time in my life, I was not the most intoxicated person at a family gathering. My uncle and my grandfather had a very good time. Um, we have dinner. Was this Grandpa Tony? 
This is yes, this is grandpa. Fantastic, Tom. great guy. Um, you know, my grandfather, my father, and then my uncle Dan. They all make their own wine together. These big barrels. It's excellent. Very tasty. Do they like smush the grapes with their feet? They don't smush them with their feet. Uh, they buy them pre-smushed, which is the only part they don't do themselves. What's, what's the actual term? Because smushed, smushed, just stomping. Sounds, it sounds gross. It's stomping them. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like, know. Like, Crushing them? I don't know. I don't Either know. way, they that's the only part they skip over. They get them pre-crushed, uh, we'll say. Okay. Pre-crushed. So they put them into big barrels, big vats. They let them ferment. They, they do that entire process themselves. Uh, it takes about, you know, it takes several months to complete, and then they divvy it up amongst themselves, uh, spread around the family. They spread the love. Around the holidays, we really get deep into, into those bottles of wine. And uh, some of us are a, a little too deep. So we're playing Euchre, if you've ever played it. It's a <laughs> fun card there. game. <laughs> Fun card game we were playing together, and um, we're waiting for my uncle Dan to throw a card. We're all just kind of you know watching our own hands deep into the game. The, that card never comes, and we look over and he's passed out <laughs> at the table, sitting up straight. So we say, "Hey, hey, Dan, you know, it's it's, uh, it's your turn." Doesn't wake up. We nudge him a few times. Doesn't wake up. So we sub him out for my for my grandfather. We you know we slide his chair aside. Grandfather comes in and thinks he's playing hearts. If you've ever played Hearts, very it's 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 similar. It's got a similar vibe. Definitely not one of the same. So there are some very different rules. Um, and he starts playing like he's playing Hearts, and he definitely knows how to play euchre because we've played multiple multiple times with him. And usually schools us before he starts telling us that we're wrong and cursing us out. I I, I don't hear my grandfather swear very often, and uh, he got very animated before we just decided maybe maybe we put the cards aside. Uh, we go sit down. <laughs> And then he's sitting on the couch, and he passes out on the couch. Both had to be helped to their car. Uh, for me, this was a big night only because I've never seen either of them that intoxicated, and it wasn't me. So that was big for my family. Once they got to their car, they just got in and drove home, right? <laughs> well, well, my grandmother and my aunt <laughs> did that. This, this podcast also does not endorse drinking and driving. Be safe out there, folks, especially on the holiday season. There's snow on the ground. Yeah. Black guys on the roads. It's everywhere. What was that? What was that? Black ice on the road. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah. I think I misheard. Sorry. Yeah. What, what did you think I said? That, that was a bit dicey, Tipton. What did you think I said? Speaking of dice, Richie and I went to the casino together. We did. Yeah. Before before break, like the, I don't know, the beginning of the holiday Put season. Put some cash in the bank that night. I lost $100. I, I won like forty five fifty. Yeah. But. It was, it was yeah. good. It was yeah, good. good night. We were also there like 3 a.m. Trash. I was wearing your glasses. Yeah, yeah. And we were. And I, I, I wore Richie's glasses like the whole night, and we got like an Uber home at like six. He's like, "Oh, you guys going to work?" We're like, "No, we're going home." We're, uh, yeah, we we've had one hell of a night. <laughs> <laughs> it's been interesting. Um, what kind yeah. of takes you guys have drinking I, with your? Yeah, I, I was about to say. So in our family, it's kind of it's kind of weird to be honest, because so on my mom's side, we don't have any cousins. We have an aunt and uncle, and they're both pretty like hip, you know. Yeah. Kids say, um, and they, they they don't have any kids, um, so only recently, like since I've been in college, have I like drank with that side of the family because now I just drink with them, and they were over at our house on New Year's. It was a great time. We talked about you know football, love, you know everything. Got weirder as the night went on, of course, <laughs> and um, so that's that's kind of my mom's side, and my dad's side too is kind of. It's just kind of strange because all of our cousins are either, like, way older, like 15, 20 years older. We, we, we have two that are around my age, a little bit older, like 25. Um, but they don't really, like, come around that often. 
and then we have like baby cousins. They're not our second cousins, and they're like, I don't like like literally babies, like fresh out the womb. Um, so it's it's kind of strange for us. So typically, what happens is me and my sister Randy, who's also in college, her and I get just trashed. Nice. And everybody else is just like, what's what's going on? <laughs> like just acting like everything's normal. So like we had uh, we had like a family Christmas on my dad's side. You know, you know, you, you know, that, like post Christmas, like family Christmas, because the family couldn't get together then. One of those, and I drank half a bottle of brandy that night. Wow! And didn't even like realize it. Respect. Also, like also like the first time I've actually drank in brandy, drunk brandy, drank brandy. The first time I've had brandy, um, like consistently, like throughout a night, it was great. We need to get on that train. All about those trains. Yeah. Get off. Wouldn't operate a train if I was. Deep into the, the bottle of brandy, but me neither because we do not it. condone drinking and driving. I would hop on it though. Um, yeah, so like I I don't know, but 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 I do envision, you know, a uh, a life later on where you know Charlie's old enough, Will's Will's starting to get there, you know. But especially like when we have our own kids too, I want to you know all our all our little nieces and nephews, you know, when they're all cousins, I want them to be tight. So that way, when they're like you know in high school and college, they're gonna get trashed together. Tiff and I have pointed out when uh, we, we spent that glorious week down in Dallas where I met his family for the first time, had a blast, uh, got to see got to see the city a little bit. Uh, but we during that that stint down in Dallas, I did we pinpointed together what age exactly, because we were around the time, I think maybe I had just turned 21, something like that. We were talking about... You know, I, 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 I turned 21 on the trip. That's yeah. what it was. Okay, yeah. Tiffin turns 21 on the trip. We pinpointed when exactly baby Kev is going to turn 21, and it's when we're 35. So we just, you know, acknowledged how weird it's going to be. He doesn't have a choice, but how weird it's going to be for, you know, baby Kev to probably have his own college friends, you know, come home, maybe be in college when it happens, but wanting to go out on the town with his own college friends and then just a bunch of 35-year-olds rolling in without asking or without permission oh, just yeah. because the dude's turning 21. Yeah. No, and then no. we'll most likely show him up. We're, we're probably going to – because – I've, I've, I'm thinking a lot about this actually, because you, you and I talked about this over break. I want to go back to Vegas, because the last time I was in Vegas, I lost a hundred bucks and a girlfriend, and I'm really gonna miss that hundred bucks. Um, <laughs> but uh, so, so I, I need to go back to Vegas to just kind of make up for that trip. But anyway, when Kevin turns 21, it's gonna be like you, me, like Danny, Will and Matt are probably gonna bail, <laughs> most likely Ryan. <laughs> I, Ryan will probably come. I don't know, but it, it'll at least be you and me for sure. For sure, for sure. Um, and, yeah, we're going to be like 35, 36, and we're just going to take him to Vegas on his 21st birthday. And, like, so he'll, he'll be like, oh, no, like, I got plans. With my- no, no, you fucking don't. Yeah, look. <laughs> no, you don't. I think you mis- you, you misconstrued this as an <laughs> offer. I told my wife on our first date that, <laughs> listen, what what is it, September 10th, 2012. 2032, I don't know. 2032 yeah, or something? Yeah, Jeez. Um, yeah. Uh, I'll, yeah. I'll be gone that weekend. And she's like, okay. Um, anyway, my name's Jane. So it was weird. I'm not going to ask. I'm just going to just. I'm not going to marry Jane, though. I'm just going to bail. That's leave. Not even tell her I'm leaving. Maybe a note in the fridge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, babe, look, I'm out. Sorry. Sorry, going to Vegas with the boys. Tipped it in, Kevin. <laughs> Double underline under boys. <laughs> boys. Like with a Z. It's a cool with a Z. Yeah, he's, Will, he's Will, Will, two, Will, you, you, could, uh, you could probably come, too. Probably. Can, can I come? I'm not yeah, Charlie, I don't know. You might be dead. Or in prison. Or prison. That's. They'll never take me alive, William. Yeah, so, I mean, 
like drink, drinking with the family like like i don't know i, I haven't had like you know because a lot of people have cousins that are like similar ages and stuff like that and we we have like two that are close to us but they don't really show up and stuff so i don't know maybe just some some funny family stories then oh speaking of prison by the way <laughs> we were we were in arkansas for for, for thanksgiving at a football game because my sister's a trainer for the football team there and uh baby kev and that sly son of a bitch um my dad we, 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 we got like scored on or something and my dad goes, oh, man, that's no bueno. And Kevin just turns and cools a cucumber just says, no bueno. That was my nickname in prison. What? <laughs> and then just turns back. What? He know, yeah, he, he, he must have heard it, like, two days prior. But, like, he, here's the thing with Kevin. He'll hear a joke, right, and he'll, like, realize it's funny. But not only will he, like, say it because he knows it gets a laugh, he actually, like, understands when to use it and, like, how to use it. It's incredible. The kid's a genius. I was once on the phone with him. This was a while back, like shortly after our trip to Dallas. And I, I don't, I, don't, I don't say this. I don't, I don't condone this, this type of uh, language. But he finished the phone call with, "All right, Richie, good talking to you. Fuck bitches, get money." <laughs> I'm, uh, I might have taught him that, <laughs> but uh, just not gonna say whether I did or didn't. Neither but he did learn it from someone. Deny. We can't confirm yeah. or deny at this time. Allegedly, allegedly. Yeah, he he likes that one. He's good at it. It's it's a talent. It's good at, it's you know? good at saying it. Is that that's what, what that's, that's his sign off? Yeah, uh-huh. it's it's the original. It's yeah. It's the first funny thing you learn. That's his sign off. Um, I got a pretty funny story, but if yeah. we're if we're talking about siblings, so my sister once we were um, my sister uh, she she really just says and does whatever she wants whenever she wants, and it's at times like 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 Kevin, it's very funny. At other times, it makes the entire room a little uncomfortable. One time we were at a restaurant. This was in uh, South Bend, Indiana. We're big Notre Dame fans, so we were down there uh, for a game. Our uncle teaches at Notre Dame, so we were having dinner with him. Great performance in the bowl game, by the way. Yeah, Notre thank Dame. you. Yeah, that, Notre that, Dame just that, recently. That was incredible. Yeah, yeah, huge, huge performance in the bowl game. We won. It was big. Uh, but anyway, so we're done. Just, just an average game one, uh, one year. We're at a restaurant with my Uncle Dick, or my Uncle, yeah, my Uncle Dick and my Uncle Dennis. Dennis teaches at Notre Dame. We're down there. And we're all, we're all ordering our meals. And my sister, very plain eater, very picky eater, orders a margarita pizza. My mom looks at her and says, Kate, I don't think you know what that is. I don't <laughs> think you, uh, you fully understand all the toppings. I think you would much rather just have the regular pepperoni pizza. My sister sa- just looks at her and says, Mom, I've had one before. I want it. Turns to the waitress and says, I will have the margarita pizza. So we all just kind of accept it and move on. You know, we all order our meals. Uh, We wait, you know, we have some appetizers. The waitress comes out, gives everybody their meals, sets the margarita pizza down in front of my sister. She takes one look at it and says, that's not what I ordered. (laughs) (laughs) And we're all like kind of at a loss for words. We look at her and the waitress says, looks at the receipt or looks at like like the note she had. She goes, no, you, you ordered a margarita pizza, right? That's a margarita pizza. My sister looks at her stone cold. I ordered a pepperoni pizza. <laughs> this does not look like a pepperoni pizza. My mom and I, like, we had no idea what to say. Our mouths were open. We just, the waitress was looking to my mother, my father, me, anybody, for a little bit of support before finally she just succumbed and like, okay, picks up, the margarita, picks up the margarita pizza, goes back, brings out a pepperoni pizza. My mother was furious. I mean, I thought it was a baller move. She realized her mistake, 
did not own her mistake <laughs> and made it the waitress's mistake. Just act confident. It, yeah, it takes it. confidence to just look him in the eye and say, no, I ordered a pepperoni pizza. That is incredible. Even after a tongue lashing, she still held true. Mom, I ordered the pepperoni pizza. <laughs> I love that. Rich, Richie's sister is probably one of the more savage people I've ever known in my life. We just started watching Stranger Things. Big fan. Every single time somebody got taken by... I'm only three episodes in, so whatever that creature is that's taking children, whatever that is, she goes, damn, that kid just got got. (laughs) Damn, that girl just got got. Also insanely talented. My sister? Oh, yes, yeah. yeah. She's she's an aspiring artist. Artistically speaking. Yes, she's a very, very talented artist. She's going to art school, looking at uh, Cleveland Institute of Art, looking at Columbus. We're very excited for the future for her. That's awesome. uh, We've actually commissioned her. Right. Yes, we have. Yeah. Yeah, we're uh, we're making a uh, a Mount Rushmore with my face, Richard's face, Matt, yeah. who was formerly on this podcast, and Will, who just refuses to acknowledge anyone's existence. Just wait on that picture of Tipton's face. Yeah, I know. For us to get started on that, I gotta find the right angle. Gotta find the right angle. Yeah. Um, confidence was the takeaway that I got from that last story, and I have a similar story. About confidence. Can't wait. About this young man to my left right here, William Virgil Woodard. What's your confirmation name? Michael. William Virgil Michael Woodard. Okay. Um, I'm big on confirmation names if y'all haven't picked up yet. So anyway. you just like yours. I get, What's I Charles? Charles Joseph. What? So it's Charles Joseph Thomas Moore Woodard because I chose St. Thomas Moore. Nice. I like that. Do you use Thomas More though? Is yeah, that, yeah. You, you have to use More because it can't be confused with the twenty-five other St. Thomases. It's just mm. St. Thomas mm. More. I like that because it sounds more bougie though. So right? it's it's your first name, your middle name, and then your confirmation. Yes. Name? yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then I would be Richard Moran Anthony Jenkins Jr. I like that. It's a handsome name. Dick Morans. Beautiful. Um. Yeah. So confidence. So Will. So I'm. I'm. I, I don't know if you were with me or not, Richie, but we were just hanging out. I, I, I was, it was me and somebody else. But anyway, we're hanging out at my old house, you know, the old John Carroll house last year. Um, in the living room, just drinking a few beers, watching watching, uh, watching uh, football or something. And uh, I just get a call from Will. And, like, he usually doesn't, like, call me on, like, a Saturday night or anything, you know. I just get this call and I answer. I'm like, hey, what's up? He goes, you're not going to believe what I just did. <laughs> and I was like, all right, don't call the cops. <laughs> um, no, no, I'm like, well, what, what, like, what, what happened? He goes, dude, you're not gonna believe it. I'm like, well, fucking tell me, what happened? And he goes, so me and my friends. Also, I pause, hold that thought. At the time, Will was not eating or consuming any gluten, uh-huh. right? Okay, because he thought he had celiacs, so he can't consume something like beer, right? For instance, got it. Okay, resume. Um, he goes, yeah. So I, I was with my buddies, we were drinking and stuff. Uh, in the like, Will wasn't drinking beer because he can't, he couldn't drink beer at the time unless it was like Heineken or liquor or something. And uh, he goes, "Well, we ran out of beer, and uh, we didn't really know what to do." So I said, "Oh, I got this." And he just walks out of the house. His friends are like, "What? What the hell?" And then he returns, probably like twenty minutes later, with a thirty rack and natty. Damn. That this man can't even drink, right? Man for others, right there. And so he tells me the story of how this went down. He left. He went to the Seven Eleven. Just grab the 30 rack and natty. You you couldn't even drive at this point, could you? No, I uh, walked over there and I paid for the kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, so you go and, 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 and you grab the 30 rack and natty, 
waiting in line. How? Give us the psychology right now. How confident were you that like you were going to get away with this? On the outside, I was pretty confident. Okay. On the inside, I could feel my heart pounding. I was starting to sweat a little bit, even though it was cold. It was, but uh, okay. I was so, sort of confident. All right. So that, that, that's where your head's at now. So we're waiting in line, and the guy in front of you doesn't have enough to pay for his stuff, right? Yeah, it was like a candy bar. It was like two kids or something. Okay, okay. And so what is your thought process behind paying for their stuff? It would seem like a more mature move than to be annoyed. And the guy, the guy might give me a pass. He might visibly see. I'm 15, so he might visibly see that, oh, okay, he doesn't. That, that was what I was thinking. I was this like, oh, a baller move. he might just, he'll give me a free pass because, you know, I'm a nice guy. But uh, this 7-Eleven is known for allowing just not IDing. Mm-hmm. So I figured I'd get away with it. Nice. Okay. So, yeah, he pays for these kids in front of him. You know, like he's just, like, I don't know, like the mayor or something. People. Yeah, he's like, a man yeah, of the people. Yeah, I got this. Yeah. For the boys. Yeah, that's that's awesome. And, and then you get away with it. You get away with it. Hey, quick question. And he, he's, like, calling me on his way back to the house. Like, he, oh. I, I'm surprised you even made it out of the store before, like, you started calling me. He was well, so excited about it. It was incredible. Well, how do you put your pants on with those big balls that you have, sir? <laughs> that's, that's a valid question. Yeah, that's nice. Um, th- th- I, feel, I feel like there's a lot of power moves ra- wrapped into this one story. One, the man can't drink this beer that he's just purchased for everyone, right? Two, he's 15 years old, right? Doesn't even have a fake ID and just, like, goes in and, like, just does this. Incredible. And then three, just paying for the kids in front of him. That's, that's awesome. That's incredible. I that that's one of my favorite stories. At fifteen, wouldn't he only have his permit? <laughs> so yeah. he, the only idea in your pocket. <laughs> he can't that's even that's drive. Another bowl. Yeah, room. yeah. I I've got a story. It's a quick one, uh, and this one it's not about my family. It's actually about the Woodards. I uh, when I visited them, namely Charlie. So when we were over, when I was over uh, the Woodards' house. We played a lot of Risk. <laughs> it's an addiction. I'm a big fan. Obviously, the Woods are a big fan. Uh, we, we played a lot. Typically, we'd play like a round of Risk before or after we went out drinking. Shouts to Rosarita and Leslie Flynn. Shouts to Rose and, and Big and Risk fans out there. Even though both betrayed me the last time we played, big shouts. Um, so anyway, we would play Risk, and both of us had girlfriends at the time both of which attempted to participate in Risk. (laughs) (laughs) Keyword there is attempted to. Yes. So I have known Tipton long enough to kind of understand, you know, he plays a little bit differently, so there's a learning curve. But once I understood how he plays... Play hot and fast, baby. Yeah, he played... Yeah, hot and fast, yes. So once I understood how he started playing, and I, I, you know, I've been friends with him long enough to understand his his line of thinking when it comes to strategy in, in, in certain aspects, I began to realize, like, how I should attempt to beat him he would very slowly and manipulatively i mean it's, it's very impressive to be honest it's, it's something to admire when he plays he turns the weaker players against his stronger players in a way that i think it's, it's beautiful to watch so every single time i'd become a target i'd get kicked out just because i'm being attacked on all sides the only person that wasn't coming at me the only person that he would come at stronger than me was his brother charlie Charlie does play in a very aggressive way, something that I still struggle to understand. (laughs) But I started to realize that Charlie and me were always the odd men out. So then I posed myself as the only ally that Charlie had in a situation where I knew I was a little bit stronger than Charlie. wouldn't take a lot for Charlie to be uh, a little bit stronger than me, but I knew exactly what to do. 
Every single time Charlie was up, I made him exhaust all of his resources on attacking Tipton. It made it seem like it was in his best interest. Uh, Charlie was doing this. I think he caught on at some point because he was just doing it, I assume, to just piss off his older brother, which worked because not only did Tipton get pissed off, he also lost. And your boy, Dickie M. Jenkins, <laughs> won his first round of his first and only round of risk against the big man, uh, Tipton see, Woodard. When we play as a family, there are two major people that always win. It's my dad or Tipton. So I really just got fed up with Tipton winning, and I knew that I was just going to exhaust all my resources just to take out Tipton. So I just went all out, just kamikaze Tipton until he was out, and then I had like one continent, and Richie just owned the rest of the world. I saw the man fall silent, which does not happen. Because one, he knew it was happening, and two, he knew there was nothing he could do about it. And we're and and now I guess we can open the floor for comments from Tipton. I have nothing to say. There it is. There it is. Trash move. (laughs) (laughs) All I have to say will be said on the board the next time we play Risk, the game of global domination. We smack talking Risk. Is this <laughs> what we do, baby? Um, Time I to wrap it up, maybe? Some New Year's resolution? or Yeah. Just, I mean, does anybody else have funny family stories they want to share? Okay. One time, I was probably about three or four. And my older brother, Stephen and Will, we live on a farm. So, you know, we're just hanging out. And they, uh, and my parents are gone. So they convinced me that they are aliens and that the world is being taken over. So, like, they walk me around, show me some, like, weird rocks, and they're like, yeah, this is from our home planet, and I don't know. I was three. I was very vulnerable. You were three years old. Yeah. You were okay. not three. I, I was three. How do you know? What? Five. No, you were, like, five. Five. Okay, five. five. Still very vulnerable age. And uh, they convinced me that the only way to save the world was to lick this goat's butt. <laughs> But this was this was like this was obviously way before ass eating season was a thing. Oh yeah. my god. I was eating orange. shitters really? like apple fritters before ew, it was cool. Ew. Dude, gross. Gross. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna need to oh. <laughs> go back and cut that out. <laughs> no. Okay, going back oh. to the story. I'm like a centimeter away from licking this goat's ass. And my brothers finally call off the prank and say, like, no, 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 we were just kidding. You were, like, about to get AIDS or something. So, I mean, that, that was that was pretty funny. It was, it was fun times. Fun times in the Woodard household. That is grade A fucked up shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fifty shades of fucked up. Yeah, it is. I mean, I'm as, as guilty of tormenting my younger sibling as the next guy. But that just takes it to a, an uncomfortable level. <laughs> I mean, he, he almost did it, though. Like, is that our fault? Yeah, dude, that's on you. <laughs> Weirdo. <laughs> the fate of the world is on this man's hands. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what would you do in that situation? <laughs> you believe that the world was going to collapse if you didn't commit to this situation? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I was taking one for the team. <laughs> that team being the human race. <laughs> You're welcome, <laughs> Earth. Oh, man. Okay, I, I, I have one more story, and then we can get to New Year's resolutions. So we are on vacation in Hawaii in a rental car. And Kevin at the time, how, how old was he? Four? About four. Two yeah, years four ago? Five, yeah, four, okay. Yeah. Okay. So Ke- Kevin, baby cup of love, um, is, uh, is four. And so we're in this rental car just driving around Hawaii. The whole family's in the car, all seven of us. 
And Kevin's in the back seat, and he just goes, <laughs> and we all look back. We're like, oh, shit, like, what the hell? This kid's going to throw up all over this, you know, rental car, like, just bad news. And then he just smiles, just, like, smirks. And we're like, Kevin, what the heck? He goes, what are you talking about? We're like, you just made, like, a, you just made, a, you just made like a puking noise. He goes, no, I didn't. And we're like, okay, you weirdo. And, like, I'll just, like, turn back. And we just hear it again. <laughs> and we're like, what are you doing? And then at this point, he's just giggling his little ass off. Just, like, like red in the face because he thinks it's so funny that he's making this noise. And then I don't know how it escalates to this, but suddenly everyone in the car is just going, <laughs> and my mom is in the passenger seat freaking out. Shut up! All of you, shut up! I feel like I'm going to puke. Stop doing that! And Kevin just finds it so much more funnier then because he gets, like, our humor in our family and that, like, if something's funny, it's just funny. And if people get mad about it, that's even more funny. Um, and so he just keeps going, and the whole family keeps going. And finally, my dad is forced to pull over to the side of the road, and my mom pukes in oh Hawaii. <laughs> so all because this, the entire family was just, it was, it was really gross. But Kevin thought it was, like, the funniest thing ever. This kid is, like, evil. He's a genius. <laughs> He's an evil He's genius. He's a genius, though. He's a genius. I'll give him that. All right. I'd say let's get, let's get to New Year's resolutions. Cool, Charlie. Some New Year's resolution. Hit, hit, hit us with your New Year's resolution. Well, I don't really know. Just get bitches. That's uh, really, really I it. I told you not to say that. No. <laughs> I told you. I, I mean, the prep we did we did make it aware to both of our our, our visiting um, <laughs> co-hosts that we were gonna do uh, some New Year's resolutions, and we told Charlie to pick a new one, <laughs> but he decided to stick with the. The bitches. I did just to piss off Tipton. It's my sole goal in life is to anger that man. That very handsome man. I have I have a question. <laughs> Would one fine lady suffice in this? Um, yeah. In this news. No, no. These these are multiple conquests over an extended period of time. <laughs> wow. Oh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> right. Good to know. Wow. All right. Will, what's what's your news resolution? Well, mine um will be to hang with the boys more. And that's a serious. Okay. That's a serious. Yeah, this is. That's respectable. all right. I this struggled with that this year. This actually brings us, yeah, into yeah, into another side conversation that, that needs to be had. Will's dating a Russian spy. She's <laughs> a Ukrainian person. It's proven <laughs> fact that she is a Russian spy working. Who was adopted for the, uh, from the Ukraine. She's not a Russian spy. I think she's. A they're Russian struggling spy. over there, aren't they? Isn't yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they're struggling because they're being invaded by Russia. Nothing and so her. she was. She was. Born in Ukraine. Yeah, so. And tip with the path that you're on, you know, and, you know, I mean, with the Army, with intelligence, this might weigh you down. Yeah. Will, what are you thinking? Will, let me just tell you, I know when you get home, you're excited to see her. She's not going to be there. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You're not going to see her again. Don't have plenty of time for the boys. Yeah, there you go. Hey, hey, full circle, full circle. More time with the boys. Richie and I. I've known each other for a short amount of time. Re- I mean, relatively, right? Right, yeah. A, a year and a half. Shorter than everybody else in this room. Yeah. And so... <laughs> and so uh, just just a little bit. So when Richie and I first like actually became friends, this is right before our junior year of college. Yep. This is this, this all goes back to freeing up time for the boys. Yeah. Uh, Richie breaks up with his girlfriend right before school starts. 
And uh, we're having a conversation at O'Reilly's, you know, the local pub that we frequent, uh, mentioned many times on this podcast. And uh, also also a new sponsor. So, yeah, thank, thanks. Thanks, JV. Catch that O'Reilly's on Sunday nights. Thank you, JV. 10 p.m. Um, and, uh, and so, uh, you know, we're having this conversation. I'm like, you know what? Everybody's doing it. Everybody's breaking up with their girlfriend. And then uh, I broke up with my girlfriend for unrelated reasons, but, you know, still. Everyone was, every, still valid. Every, everyone was doing it, right? And then this year, same thing. Richie and I both happened to get in a relationship. Okay, only difference. Here's the <laughs> only difference. <laughs> this time, again, I can't stress enough unrelated reasons that, I, you know, both of us came to the, to the decision, you know, that so we both, okay. <laughs> Our relationship's ended. Two very, very great, still friends, two very great women. Um, after that, other girls were approaching me because a few of our other friends decided <laughs> to end their relationships as well. People were approaching me, asking me why I was meddling in other people's relationships. <laughs> and I obviously confused, uh, I mean, what can I have some, you know. Wait, was this, was, was this last year? This was this year, beginning of this year. This year, okay. I was like, um, excuse me, I, can you elaborate? They said, yeah, you decided to break up with your girlfriend and then you run to all of your male friends and tell them to break up with their girlfriend so you're not alone. False. I, took, I wanted to clear that up right then and there, but they said no. Tipton, Matt, I broke up with Ryan. I, I broke up first. Right. So I don't know why I, I was, I was the, the first one. to do it. But I was seen at the beginning of my senior year as the individual going around to all of my boys, saying that it's a for the boys move to join your boy Rich in ending his relationship. Which, in all honesty. Totally was. <laughs> Not true. Want to clear that up? Not true. <laughs> Everybody's capable of making their own choices, which the, we all did. Just so happens that we're all boys. And we're all for the boys. And it just let's just say it all worked out. I think we can all say that our <laughs> news resolution in some sense is to show more with the boys. <laughs> Don't let that affect your romantic relationships, however. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tipton, New Year's resolution. So... This is a pretty big one. It's been weighing on me heavily. So this is episode five of Freshman to Fools, right? We, 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 got, we got some good things going for us. We've got one really major impedance. Impedance. I don't know. Something that's blocking us from getting to where <laughs> we need to be. <laughs> and that is people aren't prioritizing the podcast. You're right. You know? You're right. You've, of, of the original four, of you, Richie, Matt, and myself... You and me have come to the most. I've been at everyone. But. Yeah, you have. That's true. That's true. Um, and so we need to get either you know it, shit or get off the pot, man. It's game time. So you're right. I I I'm gonna I'm gonna publicly call out Matt and Ryan. And Matt Matt uh, Matt, Matt I don't think even listens. <laughs> um, Ryan just needs to prioritize his time for the boys better. And um, yeah, so my new resolution is to take this podcast where it needs to be. Yeah, uh, if they want to be on that uh, Mount Rushmore we were talking about earlier, they need to start showing up to this podcast. Wow. wow, Fair. That's that, fair. That's a third-party take that we needed. I Thank respect, you, Charlie. I respect that. Thank you, Charlie. Not to defend myself, uh, just, I mean, and I think this is looking, but this is, this is, this is not an excuse. This is a, a further not excuse for this year. I had a lot going on with uh, courses, with a lot of things uh, going on extracurricularly. Ruining your friends' relationships? Correct, yeah. yeah. Uh, there was a lot of things happening last semester. This semester, it's not an excuse because there is no class that is at our usual recording time, week by week. There is no extracurricular activity. 
I have no excuse. So this is uh, not only something that I'm saying to Tipton, but also all of our fools out there. Hold me accountable for my actions. If I if I'm not here week by week, that's something I need to be held accountable for. Do. Also, Danny is behind the class as always. Um, yeah, hello, Danny. Put your fucking shirt back on. Um, Danny would also like to remind us that he's been he's been he's been very involved in the podcast, and I I think I think that that's going to going to continue. We're going to keep forward. seeing more of Danny. Yeah. Uh, which our our goal is to get Danny back from behind the glass. This I mean we don't have we didn't have enough mics this week to get Danny on a mic. Uh, so we I mean but Danny's taking back his role as official intern and interim producer. Interim producer, right? Yeah. He's both. He's both. Yeah. We're also, I think, one of my New Year's resolutions. Sorry, Charlie, just just real quick. Uh, not my official one, but just one of the other New Year's resolutions alongside of recording more often and being forward to the boys more often. Uh, let's just go with all the time. Uh, is to get Danny a paycheck for his, his role as, as, yeah. as an intern. We want to start paying our interns. If, if you could all uh, put the hashtag feed Danny on all your social media, it'd be really, really appreciated. Just get, just get the word out there. You know, he's a struggling college kid. Uh, you can only live off so much ramen noodles and uh, club crackers. That's all we give him. So that's all he lives off of. So, um, yeah, hashtag feed Danny. Be sure to do that on all social media platforms. I've never met Danny, but I've heard stories. I've well, he's, he's, he's right there on the other oh. side of the glass. Hi, Danny. Um, there he's met. That's really, that was beautiful. <laughs> um, but he's a really chill dude. And, uh, yeah, he, he deserves to be fed more than ramen noodles and club crackers. Hashtag feed Danny. Hashtag clothe feed Danny. Danny. <laughs> and clothe Danny. That man needs a fucking shirt. It's cold out. <laughs> or jacket. I'm worried about him. Even though I do identify as a Cleveland fan, Danny, I mean, I'm really happy for you, man. Bills and the no, playoffs. No, shut up. That's big. That's shut big up. for their, their program. Up. That's big for their, 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 their entire organization. Sad, yes, Tipton is a clear lover. I have of, an official. Uh, I just turned off mic number two. Are you done talking about Buffalo? Yes. Yeah. Tipton loves You're Buffalo. I, I have my I have my official resolution now. Um, this past semester, a few things were up in the air with a few of my service-based organizations. This semester, they are both back. I will be back weekly with the Carol Ballers. I will also be back weekly with uh, the Youth for Justice program. So I am very excited to announce that my New Year's resolution is to do more weekly service, hoping for about three times a week. Can you ask Will if... If I'll be able to, yeah. Uh, huge shout out at Will. What the fuck, dude? Let's get tipped in on a week, a this week is, by week Carol Baller session. This is about to be the third semester in a row, Will. That that you really kind of fucked me over on this. So, you know, I took time out of my summer to go see those guys, and I miss them, and I want to see them again. So, amen. Let's get out there, man. Great guys. This was fun. A lot of fun. Total fun? blast. Did you guys have fun? I did. I did. Thanks for being here, guys. Seriously. Yeah. Um, Tons of fun. Thanks for having me. I mean, the people, you know, maybe maybe they like what they've heard today. Where can they find you? They can find me on <coughs> Instagram at will underscore the word double and the letter U. That's right. Will underscore the word double and the letter U. What is that? What is that? How, how do you say that? Like, phonetically? Like, what, I'm not sure. Well, like, like, if you were just to say it. Will... W. Oh, that's so <laughs> clever. <laughs> <laughs> clever. All right. Uh, and, and any other platforms you want? No. Out there? Okay. Charlie. All right. You can uh, find me on Instagram, charwood53, C-H-A-R-W-O-O-D. The number's five and three. And uh, that's it. Cool. Dickie, come on. As always, you <laughs> fools, you can find me at Dickie M. Jenkins on the IG. 
And then if you want to hit me up in my email, if you like any of this content or you have any questions about my lifestyle, please shoot me an email at rjenkins18 at jcu.edu. Booking requests are also being taken at the same email. Don't come near my Facebook. I won't use it, and I'll lose a lot of respect for you. <laughs> I'm on Instagram, just Tipton Woodard, spelled like it sounds. Also, guys, you already know. Just join the network, you know, LinkedIn. Just get on there, all right? Um, exciting. All right. Please, actually, th- this is this is a legit plea to all the fools out there. If you want something heard on the uh, on the pod, let us know. So actually, hit us up with uh, with all those platforms that we just mentioned. Um, Don't be afraid to slide in that DM. Slide in there, man. Just do it. It's fun. Put Slip your hands on what? Slide yeah. in. Okay. <laughs> and we're done here.